We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast, your premier podcast for all things Oregon recruiting and Oregon football. It is Friday, August 18th, 2023, and you're listening or watching another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast, the Oregon football recruiting hour. Plenty of stuff going on on the recruiting trail uh, across the country and certainly uh, for Oregon as a lot of high school ball resumes and kicks off their 2023 seasons tonight. I will be in Corona, California for the number one modern day Monarchs against the number 15 Corona Centennial Huskies. Tons of talent on that field. A bunch of Oregon targets as well. Uh, Oregon wide receiver commit Jack Ressler will be in action for the Monarchs at modern day. And then a couple of big time targets for the Ducks on uh, the line of scrimmage with Brandon Baker, the offensive lineman in the 2024 recruiting class and Aiden Breland, the defensive lineman in the 2024 recruiting class. So just to give you guys a little rundown of today's show, got a, a couple of quick headlines that we're going to start off today's action with on the recruiting trail as it pertains to Oregon. Then we are going to move on to our mailbag portion of the show. Uh, I put a call out on Twitter asking you guys for questions to let you, the viewer, the listener, guide the show and chime in. And I love interacting with you guys. So uh, I am going to get to the recruiting storylines first, and then I'm going to get to those questions on Twitter. And then we're going to get to some questions in the live chat. So if you guys are tuned in, uh, live right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Coming to you on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. Hop in the live chat and leave a comment or throw a question my way. I'll do my best to get to it and answer it. We're also coming to you live on Twitter at MTaurus Sports and on the Ducks Digest Facebook account. So plenty of great stuff to get into in today's episode. The first one that we're starting with is Jason Brown Jr. Jason Brown Jr., the 2024 running back out of Seattle O'Day High School, has narrowed his list of schools to three. This news coming on Thursday as Carlos Lachlan and the Ducks continue to be in a great spot with one of the top running backs in the 2024 class. Jason Brown Jr. is a guy that if you've been following me for a while, reading me, listening to, to my podcast, my show, I've been telling you guys, keep an eye on Jason Brown Jr. 
Uh, he is one of the best running backs in the country and certainly one of the top backs on the West Coast. So Jason Brown Jr. narrowing his schools to Oregon, Michigan State, and Washington on Thursday as he seems to be getting closer to a decision, has not announced a commitment date of yet, but he's kind of been someone who I've been, you know, covering through their recruiting process, and, and he's kind of been slow playing that recruitment, never really appeared to be in too much of a rush. Uh, but you can see here on the tape that he hits the hole hard and has some great top-end speed. O'Day is one of the very best programs in the state of Washington, a state that is putting out more and more talent every year, and Oregon has certainly been no stranger to that talent. Uh, signing a number of guys in, in recent cycles. You're looking at Dave Uli. You're looking at Josh Connerly, just to name a few. Already have a commitment from Fox Crater, the offensive tackle from Evergreen High School in Vancouver, Washington, here in the 2024 recruiting cycle. So Jason Brown Jr., what do we know about him so far? What are the latest recruiting updates? Well, to get things started, uh, Oregon does have some good momentum and some good juice in this recruitment, seeing that Brown was recently on campus in Eugene at the end of July for Oregon's Saturday Night Live camp. So always great to get a, a recent visit from your top targets. And um, they, they've been a guy, they've been a player in this recruitment, I should say, for quite a long time. You know, he's a team FSP guy, uh, one of the premier seven on seven and training programs in the state of Washington long-standing strong relationship between Tracy Ford, that program, and the Oregon Ducks. So just really important and uh, a great connection that Dan Lanning really tried to establish and cultivate pretty much from the second he was hired. You saw him get hired and then uh, hit the recruiting trail, hit the road. And uh, I remember seeing a social media post between him and Tracy Ford. Um, so there you can see some of that connection between the Ducks and uh, Jason Brown. So Jason Brown's been on Oregon's radar for a long time. I want to say even before Carlos Laughlin got hired as the running backs coach at Oregon, uh, but he is a special talent. He is listed on the two four seven sport on two four seven Sports um, at five foot ten. Let's see, five foot ten, two hundred and five pounds. Um, but I'll be honest with you guys, I've seen Jason Brown Jr. in person a couple times, and and I don't think he's five ten. He's probably closer to to five eight would be my guess. Um, so he is definitely a smaller back, but maybe that makes you think that he could be developed and kind of used in the mold of Noah Whittington at Oregon. Noah Whittington was one of the biggest uh, biggest gainers in the updated height and weights that we saw on Oregon's roster this week, going from, I think, 195 to 208 pounds. So maybe we see a similar build situation for Jason Brown Jr., the Ducks also signed Jaden Lamar out of Lake Stevens, Washington in the 2022 class. So you see even more of that familiarity for the Ducks with the state of Washington on the recruiting trail. Um, so we don't have any new dates to work with just yet for Jason Brown Jr. Um, but what can I tell you about what we're hearing? What's the latest intel around Jason Brown Jr.'s recruitment here in the 2024 cycle? So like we said, down to three schools, Oregon, Michigan State, and Washington. Uh, Washington is the hometown school. He's taken a ton of trips, seeing that he is already in Seattle. Uh, and then he also, I believe, took an official visit to Michigan State this summer as Mel Tucker and the Spartans tried to make a name for themselves on the recruiting trail, tried to try to get some juice going. Uh, Oregon and Michigan State have been recruiting 
going in head to head in some recruiting battles recently, they were battling for a pair of linebackers and Kamar Matuti and Dylan Williams. So Oregon was able to emerge on the, the right side of those recruitments, but now they're going against the Spartans once again. Um, for, for my pulse on this recruitment, I really love the spot that Oregon is in for Jason Brown Jr. Um, not just because he is a top Northwest guy, but just because of the work that this coaching staff has put in with his recruitment. Um, and the Ducks right now do have one running back in the fold already in the 2024 cycle in Washington, D.C., St. John's running back, Dejon Riggs. And uh, Riggs is a guy that I like a lot. Uh, I think that their plan in, in Eugene is to kind of try to develop him like a Bucky Irving. And, and Bucky Irving's a special talent, so he's not necessarily going to be the next Bucky Irving. That's not what I'm saying. But that similar kind of skill set, that similar kind of mold in his game. So uh, I love where Oregon stands right now uh, with their chances for um, for Jason Brown Jr. I would probably say that they're the leader if uh, if I had to, to make a bet right now. Um, which is which is obviously interesting, seeing that he's from Seattle, but UW really hasn't been prioritizing in-state kids, and I think you have to look at that coaching staff and, and where their roots really are. Um, not you don't see a whole lot of West Coast guys on that staff, so that might be part of the reason that we're not seeing Kalen DeBoer and the Huskies prioritize in-state talent. But if I'm Dan Landing in the Ducks, that's just fine with me because I'm going to try to keep those top Northwest guys home if I think that they're capable of contributing to my program or my program, I should say, at a high level. Um, so right now, I think it's it's Oregon, Michigan State, and then Washington in that order uh, in the pursuit for, for Jason Brown Jr., a top 2024 running back out of Seattle O'Day. So we'll have to keep an eye on any new developments in this recruitment, um, but that's kind of the latest that we have on Jason Brown Jr. And, and, and as far as Oregon's running back picture goes, I've said it a couple times, but maybe it's worth mentioning again. You could be looking at the end of the 2023 season and uh, be in need of two new running backs, or you could be down two running backs because Bucky Irving is, is looking like he's all but certain to be headed to the NFL or at least trying to go to the NFL after the 2023 season. And then who knows what kind of season Noah Whittington is going to have uh, and if he's going to try his hand at the NFL. So those are some some guys to keep an eye on for sure. And then the Ducks obviously have Jordan James, who is looking to take another step forward in his development. In 2023, he carved out a role as Oregon's primary third down back, short yardage back as a true freshman, a role that uh, Carlos Lachlan said was a pretty significant one for a guy of uh, you know his age, um, 5'10", 205 pounds, definitely a big back on Oregon's updated roster. And then you, of course, have Dante Dowdell and Jaden Lamar. So wouldn't be surprised if Oregon goes for two running backs here in the 2024 recruiting cycle. You also have to keep in mind that the Ducks did recently miss on one of their top targets in Nate Frazier from Santa Ana Modern Day. Going to see him tonight at that game. That dude is a freakish talent, incredibly gifted, and can do everything you want at the running back spot. I think Oregon's going to continue to be involved in that recruitment and do what they can to, to try to shake things up and maybe work towards the flip. Um, but it's really hard and honestly pretty rare to be flipping guys from Georgia when it comes to the recruiting trail. But hey, we've seen the Ducks do it before. We saw Carlos Lachlan flip Jordan James away from the Georgia Bulldogs right after getting the job. Um, so that was certainly a, a fun development to watch. And, and maybe I feel like he would love to do that here in the 2024 cycle with Nate Frazier. But I think Nate Frazier and Jason Brown Jr., continue to be the top names to watch at running back for Oregon. And I think that I'm loving the spot that Jason Brown Jr. Uh, 
the spot that Oregon is in with Jason Brown Jr. Another guy that the Ducks have done a really good job recruiting here uh, out of Washington in the 2024 cycle is Yelm linebacker Braden Platt. Braden Platt is supposed to announce his college commitment in just a couple weeks, actually, on September 4th. Working from a top two of Oregon and Oklahoma, I also really like where the Ducks stand in that recruitment. I put my prediction in for Platt to Oregon um, last month, actually. So I really like the job that they've done recruiting the linebacker room. already have Kamar Matuti and Dylan Williams in the fold, like I mentioned. Uh, so things are looking pretty solid as far as just where Oregon stands right now in this 2024 class heading into the season. You have a majority of that class already kind of filled up. So uh, now you can kind of direct some of that energy and some of that recruiting focus on some of your top uncommitted guys um, that may, may want to drag things out a little bit more, might want to take another trip out to Eugene or even another school before they ultimately decide where's home. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, so the next storyline before we get to the mailbag, the Oregon Ducks have one of the top quarterback halls in the 2024 recruiting class. Uh, they have Dil um, they have Michael Van Buren, excuse me, and Luke Moga uh, verbally committed here in the 2024 class as Will Stein and the rest of that Oregon offensive staff look to flush out and uh, kind of keep a healthy quarterback room here moving forward for Oregon. So if you guys are watching along on the stream on YouTube, I'm sharing my screen to show you guys 
Uh, rivals ranked their top quarterback classes in the 2024 class, and Oregon came in at number two, trailing only the Georgia Bulldogs. The Georgia Bulldogs lead the way with two commitments from Dylan Rayola uh, out of Buford in Georgia, recently transferred there over from Pinnacle in Arizona, and they also have Ryan Puglisi. Uh, Puglisi looked really, really good at the Elite 11 when I saw him in person back in June. Um, and I think that he is definitely an underrated guy, an underrated recruit at the quarterback position. Then you have Oregon with Michael Van Buren out of Baltimore, Maryland, St. Francis Academy, Luke Moga out of Phoenix, Arizona, Sunny Slope. And then you have Oklahoma, the Sooners with a pair of quarterback commits as well, and Michael Hawkins and Brendan Zerbrug. Uh, the Texas A&M Aggies with Anthony Maddox Jr. and Miles O'Neill, and then Alabama with Julian Sayan, uh, one of the top signal callers, the top quarterback out of Southern California here in the 2024 class, playing for Carlsbad out in the San Diego area. Uh, I was thinking about going to his game uh, tonight. Carlsbad is playing Inglewood to open their 2024, sorry, 2023 season. Uh, I've seen Julian Sayan at the Elite Eleven. I've seen him uh, at, um, at a couple other camps, and, and he's definitely the real deal. So I definitely want to see a Carlsbad game at some point this season. But Oregon's an elite company here. You look at all those schools, Georgia, obviously a recruiting power, Oklahoma, Alabama, A&M, certainly uh, recruiting powers as well. But I think this speaks to the job that Will Stein has done in his first season, first offseason with the Ducks as a recruiter. Uh, I, I tweeted about it a while ago, but he has done a phenomenal job just recruiting the quarterback position since he got hired. And he's done all of that without even coaching a game. Flipped Austin Novosad from Baylor right after getting hired, gets a pair of 24s and Van Buren and Moga, and then even took it a step further and uh, hopped into the 25 class to get Achilles Smith Jr. out of Lincoln, Calif uh, Lincoln High School in, in San Diego. Obviously a duck legacy with his dad playing for the Ducks and being a, a legendary quarterback in his own right in Eugene. So Will Stein has that quarterback room looking real nice moving forward. I still think that the Ducks are going to go to the portal or at least check out the portal following the 2023 season when Bo Nix heads to the NFL. Um, but as far as just Oregon's ranking here, earning that number two spot, I think that Van Buren is a very big part of the reason why they are in that spot uh, at number two. Playing for St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, that is a national powerhouse program. I think they're number six nationally on the preseason max preps top 25. They're going to kick off their season tonight. The Panthers are against the Buford Wolves uh, in Georgia. And uh, their quarterback is, is that guy at the top of the picture there, Dylan Rayola. So Michael Van Buren versus Dylan Rayola tonight to start off the 23 season sounds pretty fun to me. Um, but as far as Van Buren, I think he's a little bit undersized when you're looking at just the, the frame you want in a quarterback. He's 5'11", 185 or so pounds. Um, but I think that he has a very proven body of work, just what he's been able to do on the football field and on the camp circuit um, to, to solidify himself as one of the top quarterbacks in the country. There's a little bit of a discrepancy as far as our ratings and rankings go uh, from site to site, depending on what recruiting service you like to use. Um, but he's going to be coming out to my neck of the woods in Southern California uh, in just a couple of weeks to play St. John Bosco, uh, former home of Mateo Uyunglele. Um, and um, 
Mateo Winglele is a true freshman at Oregon. So it's going to be fun to, I got to make sure I'm at that game to get some eyes on Michael Van Buren, as well as Ifi Obadegwu, a 2024 cornerback and all American that's also committed to Oregon. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of some thoughts on Van Buren. And then I also wanted to talk about Luke Moga for a second, the quarterback out of uh, Arizona. He is a, a guy that I'm really, really intrigued by and excited to see what he can do in this 23 season at six foot two, 205 pounds. I think he's got uh, kind of a little bit better frame for college than um, Van Van Buren. Um, but that said, um, I don't think he's as developed or as refined as Van Buren is. And I'm going to tell you why that is because I love recruiting because I love covering high school football. I hit the road in the spring and hopped on a plane to Arizona and went out to go see Luke Moga in person at sunny slope. And um, I think he definitely looked the part, you know, certainly from an athleticism standpoint, I think he has great mobility uh, his ability to extend plays in, in the pocket and keep his eyes downfield. He's got some good arm talent, can throw off platform when you need him to. Um, but he's not very experienced when it comes to the quarterback spot. He just finished playing his first full season as the starting quarterback for Sunny Slope last year with the Vikings. Um, so that's why I'm really interested to see what he can do as a senior. But that said, Luke Moga is a freakish athlete at six foot two, 205 pounds. He, he was running track this spring and he ran a 10.49 in the 100 meters, which was just shy of a, um, which was just shy of a state title time uh, for Arizona. But that said, Moga is an incredibly gifted runner and certainly brings incredible dual threat ability. So even though he, um, he may have a low floor, if you want to call it that, because he's not super refined technically or mechanically. Uh, I think that you can see pretty pretty obvious, pretty clearly, that Will Stein sees a lot of potential there um, as far as the, the quarterback of the future goes with, with Moga. So I think you definitely want to get two quarterbacks in this cycle because you don't know what it's going to look like with, with, uh, after Bo Nix. Excuse me. I need to slow myself down a little bit here. You don't know what things are going to look like after Bo Nix. So you go ahead and you get two talented passers that can at least elevate the floor of your room uh, in a post Bo Nix uh, Oregon. So those are kind of the two leading um, storylines that I wanted to open up the Oregon football recruiting hour with. Uh, and then now we're going to go ahead and, and shift to the next part of the podcast, looking at our mailbag. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.